Canada is part of England, though, I think. Welcome to Up Next, the only podcast where everything is all right. I am one of your hosts, Andrew, joined always by my just fine co-host. Oh, hey, I'm Steven. Oh, yeah. Dude, everything is all right. I was hoping you were going to come with, hey, everything's fine. Uh, Sorry, man. That was in take one. (laughs) But I was trying trying not to interrupt (laughs) you this time. Oh, that's all good. Um, how the heck are ya? I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm in kind of a crap mood today, if I'm being honest. I really don't feel like recording a podcast, but, like, everything's fine. <laughs> I have no reason to be in a crap mood. I was talking to my very special lady friend about that this, uh, today. So, uh, how are you? <laughs> now that I've, now that I've, uh, bummed you out. Yeah, now that you've <laughs> thoroughly just sucked what remaining joy I had left. Um... Are you drinking a spindrift? Absolutely, spindrift. Um, lime. I hate you with a passion. Why? Why? Oh, no, I just, uh, I just hate sparkling water. Oh, really? I, I dig it. I unfortunately, I'm not drinking an alcoholic beverage because I have yet to run tonight, and I don't like drinking before my run. Oh, you're a tool. Um, Confirmed. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> sweet sweet i uh i bought the new pokemon game (laughs) oh how is that i've heard very good things yeah it's really interesting i i think we talked about how the literally the newest pokemon i game like uh pokemon game i played you know not like the like weird new ones like or the side ones like pokemon stadiums and pokemon Mm -hmm. goes right like the actiony ones yeah yeah the newest one i had played up until getting this one was gold version gold and silver um nice i did play one of like i played one of the gba ones but it was just fire red so you know not really any of the new ones so it's really interesting right like you go back in time to when the pokeball was first invented (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like what the fuck is this going to be yeah but it's you know i've already i've already put in like 15 hours so i must be liking it how's that how's that dex looking that dex is not looking as thorough as it should be no well because part of the things is like it's not your entries aren't full because that like they're new to studying pokemon right Mm. so the entries aren't fully done unless you've like caught x amount of that and then Mm. battled x amount of them so you can't just like catch it once and it's filled in you know gotcha gotcha i'm glad you're enjoying that yeah, that's the only thing giving me joy right now. <laughs> Hold on to it tightly. Never let go. <laughs> oh, man. Real quick. I was going to talk about this pre-starting uh, the record. But okay. Now... Well, I can, I can cut it out if we need to. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, or you can leave it in. So you watched Encanto because you have a child that yeah, yeah. watches Disney. So what were your thoughts? I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, it, look, it looks awesome just visually. Um, had some fun songs, had some tear jerky moments for for me over here. Aw. Um Yeah, I thought it was good. I'm kinda torn on the ending. Um, spoilers for Encanto. <laughs> so, I don't think anyone here cares. Yeah. <laughs> well uh, so like towards the end, after the house has collapsed, right? Um and they lose their powers. I, I really liked how like they all came together and the town townsfolk all chipped in to help them rebuild their house. And I was like, oh, this is nice. They're going to learn to live life without their magical powers and just, you know, rely on each other and the community, blah, blah, blah. And nope. they get their, pow- they get their powers <laughs> back. And I'm like, oh, well, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, wait, like I it, didn't, we... it didn't ruin it for me, but I, I was kind of like let down by that. No, what ruined it for me was from the very beginning when I found out it was a Lin-Manuel movie. 
Oh, like, I saw that in the, I didn't notice that in the opening credits. I, I saw it in the ending credits and I was like, ah. Right? Like every song you're just like, this is just so Lin-Manuel, just so many yeah. words. I, I thought like, it had that that vibe and I just assumed that was like the Manuel effect. Like I just thought like people were influenced <laughs> like by yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. And I don't think he's a, a bad songwriter. It's just, I think it's just like. I think he's a bad person. No, I, I, yeah, he's the worst. No, no, I'm just like, oh, okay, Lynn, we get it. You're talented and you're doing everything. We get it. Um, you heard a hip hop song once. <laughs> but I also like, I was talking to someone and I'm like, I find it very, I'm torn between, and this always makes me sound like a big old piece of garbage, but I'm like, you know, sometimes I feel like we don't need movie i mean we need movies for everything but at the same time every movie doesn't have to do everything like this kid's movie didn't have to address generational trauma i'm not like pissed that it did but i'm like how cool would it be if it was just a colombian family and it was just a story mm. you know <laughs> like uh, not I story mean, needs and, conflict though right yeah to be I interesting don't know, right but that's like saying how you know like you don't have to put like every black story doesn't have to be a fucking retelling of slavery, right? You oh, can just, absolutely. You true. can just have yeah. a movie that have black actors and it's just a love story. It's not a black love story, it's just mm-hmm. a love story. The actors happen to be black. But oh, I was I hear just that. yeah. So I was just like, okay, everything has to have this grandiose meaning. Um I also found the movie to be a horrendous and despicable, distorted uh uh, uh, endorsement of the status quo under capitalism where the townsfolk are fully reliant upon these benefactors with exceed- <laughs> excessive <laughs> levels of power and and comforts and privileges. Dude, oh, it was just... But also, you know... I'm I've totally seen, kidding. I'm I've totally seen kidding. so many TikToks and stuff where it's like these little kids being like, oh my god, the character looks like me. Like, I'm Mirabelle or I'm Antonio. I'm like, ah, that's fucking adorable. And you need to see yourself, you know, yes. in these movies. So, um, really my only, I, that was a long diatribe to just say fucking Lin-Manuel, let other people make, <laughs> let other people score movies. <laughs> Dude. So what, the only thing I thought was funny, uh, that last thing I want to mention is, um, so like all the characters either, um, had like, it's set in Colombia, right? So yeah, I feel a lot of the voice actors had like a slightly um, like Hispanic accent, or at least didn't sound out of place. But then the Bruno character, he's like, "Hey, I'm living in the walls here." Like, he just, sounded, <laughs> just sounded like he was like pulled off the streets of uh, of NYC. And I was like, "Why? Why are you here?" <laughs> like, Dude, he's been really... living in a wall. You get all these accents when you live in the wall. Yeah. That like I was cracking up, and it stood out to me. I don't know if if. Uh, if i'm on some other shit or what but um dude we're well as the song says we're not here to talk about bruno yeah we don't we're also not we're also not here to talk about motion picture soundtracks we're here to talk about motion city soundtrack (laughs) that is i think one of my best segues to date that was okay um you i had shut up I'm, I'm just jealous because I, I had something lined up. Okay, can I just can I like <laughs> yeah, just run through it? it? Sure. Okay. So I was gonna be like Andy, like before we get started, like Happy Black History Month. I know this this isn't the first episode that's come out in February, but it's our first recording session in February. So you know, ha- Happy Black History. That was your segue. Well, go on with it. Act natural. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, man. Cool. You've cool. always been an ally. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we'd like maybe chat about about it for a while and then it'd be like so like i'm so excited to like continue our celebration of black history by talking about this episode's <laughs> artist uh, yeah, that checks, would have been <laughs> checks notes uh oh <laughs> that would have been really funny i appreciate it i'm um, glad you let me go through it so <laughs> dude anything for an ally um uh, <laughs> how many times can i call you an ally just tactfully so far we're at two um but yes, we are here to talk about Minnesota emo pop punk band extraordinaire Motion City Soundtrack and their second studio album, Commit This to Memory. A quick little little blurby blurb on Motion City Soundtrack for those who don't know. They are from the Twin Cities. They're from Minneapolis. Band started in 1997. 
features Justin Courtney Pierre, Joshua Kane, Jesse Johnson, Matthew Taylor, and Tony Thaxton. I love these people so much. <laughs> I truly do. Um, out I can of vouch for that, yeah, yeah. Every um, anytime I like like at Tony Thaxton or at Justin Courtney Pierre, they usually will at least like it or be like, "Nice man." And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. It That's was cool. nice because your cool. music's the shit. <laughs> I know. Um, w- would you say that uh, Motion City is your favorite band? I would. And I think I've said this before where I will go through intense phases of like, like right now, I'm listening to Retirement Party a lot. Um, yeah. The band that we broke up. The band that we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, so it's like, I'm really digging them right now. I really dig, but I'm, I always will, Motion City is always there, you know, like if it, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be in a mood, you know, listen to something. And if it was a song I still really like, I'm like, ah, skip it. You know, I want to listen to something else. But if Motion City pops up, listen to that song. Nice. But, uh, talk about this little, little blurb on this album. So commit this to uh, memory. It's their second studio album from June 7th, 2005, on Epitaph Records, produced by Mark Hoppus, because uh, I guess they went on tour opening for Blink-182, and Mark Hoppus was like, yo, you guys are fucking solid. And then uh, I think it said Joshua went up to him and was like, dude, produce our album. And he did. And he was like, I don't know how to do that, but sure. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, whatever. Can't be that fucking hard. So this was... um, this was the last album that they did that Justin was... Because some of the themes in this, right, are, like, anxiety and, like, depression stuff and... Substance abuse. Substance abuse. And this was the last album they recorded while he was uh, drinking. And then he mm. started... He started... Um, It said the album, like, half of it was written while he was still drinking. And then half of it, he was in recovery. So this is the point where mm. um, he started that. And then every album going forward. And currently, he is a sober gentleman. Uh, Justin, Good if you're him. listening, I would love to take you out for a cup of tea whenever <laughs> you're in the Windy City. Um, yeah, I like tea. I was going to say or coffee. Coffee's gross. Stunts your, uh, stunts your growth. I like them both. Mm. And I got, I got no more growing to do, so... So uh, I'll just read this quick thing from Wikipedia, who is still not sponsoring us, but will if we manifest it. Mm, um, I don't believe in manifestation. Well, this woman with crystals told me about it. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, upon its release, Commit This to Memory received general acclaim from music critics. Scott Heisel of Alternative Press wrote that Memory is an inspired, mature sophomore disc chock full of catchy, intelligent pop punk. There's another thing I read that. Oh, Yeah. All Music's Johnny Loftus considered the band more intelligent and sophisticated than their Warped Tour peers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? A elitist. What a compliment, though. <laughs> like, can, and I just pictured these, like, teenagers going, it's like, oh, you guys want to go see, you guys want to go see Simple Plan? And they're like, no, we're going to go see Motion City Soundtrack. <laughs> the Refined Man's <laughs> pop punk emo group. Goodbye. They put on their monocle. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and this album, you know, they uh, performed Everything's Alright, I'm pretty sure, on Late Night with Conan. And nice. Yeah, you know, like, this is, this is the album that they said, like, really, like, solidified them. And they're like, ooh, this is, this is that band that's going to be fucking epic. Even then, it's funny. Um, so I found them because of... Uh, a music video playing on Fuse when people watched Fuse and MTV for music videos. And it was The Future Freaks Me Out. And I was like, oh, this band's awesome. And then I remember, but it was when this album came out, uh, Commit This Memory came out. So I went to Walmart because that was the only thing around me to try and find I Am The Movie, their first studio album. And they didn't have it. So I was like, oh, fuck, fine. I'll buy Commit This To Memory. And, you know, at the time, Walmart did not sell uh cds with swears so i had the clean version so then (laughs) like that's what i knew even to the point where like i would go see them live and they would sing songs and i'm like 
what? I thought there was just a <laughs> blank space in the middle of that uh, sentence. Nice. They were also the first band I saw when they were touring this album with Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy. That is a mid-2000s lineup right there. Classic. Yeah. It was the Nintendo Fusion Tour, and I distinctly remember going to see Motion City, and then they had like all the newest Nintendo things in the basement of the rave. So they're in the ballroom, and then in the mm-hmm. basement was the Nintendo-y stuff. And they had the freshest gear. They had the Nintendo DS, the Nintendo <laughs> GameCube. And I just remember playing like, I don't need to hear Fall Out Boy or Panic at the Disco and just playing these games. <laughs> I'm going to go game. Yeah. I don't then... know if I've ever been in the basement of the rave. Oh, well, my impression is it's great because it's full of video games. And then <laughs> and then the uh, Jesse and Joshua, one of the cu- guitarists and the Moog player, um, I swapped it's, it. Yeah, it's, actually, it's actually Moog. Yeah. Uh, side <laughs> side note up next. Sidebar, is, sidebar. Uh, Steve genuinely thought it was called a Moog, which is dumb. It's spelled, it's spelled Moog. And also, not only did I think that, but I, I pronounced it that way during a presentation during a college course. No one corrected you? Well, I think you laughed at me. You were there. It was in our... Uh, oh, jazz history? Yeah. I think I was talking about Sun Ra. <laughs> that sounds like something that happened. <laughs> Did I audibly laugh at you in the middle of class? You might have called me out in the middle of class. I don't know. I don't. I, it's a hazy memory, but I was... <laughs> really blocked mo- it out. <clears throat> I'm only moderately embarrassed because look at the way it's spelled, people. Look at it. Um. Anyway, but I ran into them and I was like, sign my nice. shirt. And they're like, yeah, sure, man. Sweet. Um, yeah. They're all just great people. I love them. I'm going to play this back when they all get uh, <laughs> outed as uh, problematic uh, sex perverts. I don't think that could ever happen. Mm, it could happen. Uh, so where does this album rank in the pantheon of Motion City soundtrack records for you? Is this tops? Uh, if, yeah, I think it's tops because every song on it I like. Um, mm-hmm. and. I will say, I think some of my favorite, like, my favorite song is actually on their next album, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it also helps that, you know, this came out when I was in my mid-teens, like, Mm -hmm. Prime, this is the music I will hold on to forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh. Yeah, you attached to it. Uh, It imprinted on you. Very much so. Peak angsty uh, emo years. Yeah, man. I mean. Well, uh, and you, so, I mean, so I, we have my thoughts on the album. It's probably one of the best albums that has ever graced God's green earth. Um, you are familiar with, you know, of motion city soundtrack Mm -hmm. and you so lovingly saw them with me at riot fest. That's how I know we're best friends (laughs) because he held my hand during the entire set. Um, he didn't. It was a very, very enjoyable show. Got to be honest. Uh, And they're they're so good. They're such good performers. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I've obviously always been aware of the existence of my My chemical soundtrack. My chemical soundtrack. Um, And obviously, like, growing up in that era and listening to music adjacent to it and then being pals with you and you won't shut up about it. Um, Yep. I never really got into them. So, I. At different times in life, I've been insufferable in different ways, and the insufferability doesn't go away; it just changes form. So, like for many years, I I was very opposed to anything with a synthesizer. <laughs> um, I think I viewed this band as too poppy on the on the pop punk spectrum. Um, so I knew, like, I knew everything is all right. And there's also another song I like, but that I've always liked by them called "My Favorite Accident." Uh, yeah, man. I only heard because it was on a Warp Tour compilation disc that I got from like a friend one time. <laughs> um, yeah, never really got into them, but um, I guess if I just want to go into my overall thoughts, uh, I kind of regret that. I, I generally enjoyed it. Uh, there were a couple songs yes. I thought were <laughs> weren't. Yes, <laughs> I am rigid, <clears throat> and I don't know if it's because like my tastes have changed or I'm coming to it with a more open mind or or what, but um yeah i mean it's it's uh super catchy the synth you know honestly gotta admit i'm opening my heart to synthesizers in general at the in in my old age here like it adds a lot (laughs) so many good catchy lines um lyrically it was a lot um like 
uh, I don't want to say like dark, but like a lot more serious and heavy than I would have expected. Like not having really gotten into the band. Like I was like, oh, this is the everything is all right band. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like everything is not all right. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is the band that sings about good times. And then, yeah, like digging into the lyrics, like there's some interesting stuff and some, you know, rough subject matter like we talked about earlier. So, um, that was cool to hear. And yeah, it's, uh, overall had a fun time listening to it. Yeah, man. One thing that I just want to say, and I will like to the, I know we said this in like the, was it retirement party or something? But like, we're like, Oh, the drums are good. The drums are good. And then you hit a point where you're like, we got to stop saying that. Yeah. But like yeah. I know that upfront, but even there are just several times where I'm like, I still had to point it out. Tony Thaxton is one of, and I will say I have always been a very bad drummer in the sense of knowing who I gave a shit about. You know, it's like you listen to Blink-182, you're like, yeah, Travis Barker. Because it's just, I, you, we all know Travis Barker. But like Tony Thaxton, I'm like, this guy is unnecessarily like chopsy, like tastefully chopsy for like, uh, you know, like uh, not to shit on it, but like a Warped Tour band. You're like, wow, man, this guy can like fucking play. And like yeah. with precision. And his drums are always recorded nice. I think the drums sound really good on this album. Tony Thaxton, I adore you. Uh, (laughs) Come through the Windy City, I'd love to buy you a tea sometime. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) The last time when they were at Riot Fest, remember I told you, I was like, like, Tony, I know this this drum part really well, and I can sing those harmonies you do. And he, like messaged my or like commented on my insta story he's like i'll think about it and yeah. obviously he wouldn't oh they didn't play it they didn't, didn't put it in the set he didn't invite you on stage Rude. if it wasn't if it wasn't covid he totally would have oh, probably yeah taking precautions at riot fest yeah <laughs> but um yeah is is this the point where we look at each other longingly and say let's go through this one by Oh, I thought you were going to finish my sentence. One. By one. By yeah. One. <laughs> you can edit that and make it look like we're in sync. <laughs> well, Andy, I, I was going to say you look awfully attractive today. I wrote this thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Seriously, what a good opener. <laughs> but I think it's a great opener. When they did their reunion tour on uh new year's day or new year's eve of tw- 2019 going into 2020 they opened with this and it was just like they did the the band thing of coming up and you know just like playing something but it wasn't a song mm-hmm. right they're just jamming oh, okay. yeah and then they go into this and everyone's like yeah <laughs> it absolutely has great opening track energy right and it's sort of like a, a good uh you know, a statement of what's to come. It's got a little of everything. Tasty Dude. synth lines. Yeah. Uh, some good, some good uh, self-pity going on in the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> nice, yeah, fast-paced, poppy this had energy. Things, yeah. things that both you and I can latch on to. <laughs> it is funny that, like, you'll give me a hard time for listening to whiny, crybaby music, but then you bring this shit. I was like, listening. To, I, was, I was like, I had the... Uh, I was had the lyrics going through as I was, you know, listening, and I was just like, "I'm gonna get it from Steve." <laughs> this it's is my okay. this is karma, um, dude. Just say it's true. Say you like me. That's like also you. a good moment in the in the, their live shows, you know, because he sings that and everyone just screams, "I like you." <laughs> so what a brilliant move on uh, his part. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just like it's like, "Yo, guys, I'm feeling down. I need to I need to pick me up. This song will be in tonight's set." <laughs> be prepared um yeah man what else to say about this song dude i don't know it's tasty and i i gotta say with this song everything is all right (laughs) i could see you the the corners of your your mouth you're like this fucker he has nothing else to say what you were doing i know you uh uh, we you, we know we know this one. Yeah, you it's guys great. know it's it's everything is all right. That's that drum groove still has a hold over my life. Mm. When I yeah. finally get students 
my drum students able to a point that they have dexterity i'm like okay now i'm gonna teach you a drum groove you have to be able to play this and then they're like why and then i'll be like listen to this song and play with it yeah and then if they're if they're at that sweet spot of where you know they either are just really stoked to be able to play along with something or they're just young enough that they're just jazzed on life they're like oh fuck yeah but i hate when i have the the person that's like maybe in like their mid-20s and they're just learning for the sheer fun of it but didn't grow up caring about motion city or listening to them now mm-hmm. and then they're just like that was nice can i just play some acdc and i'm like oh, that's God. not nearly as impressive <laughs> uh yeah man it's everything that's all right it's Dude, yeah uh, got it's a little a patrick verified stump. fucking hit you know it is a verified it's, it's yeah it's gold man it's oh gold nice hit. They knew what they had with this one. Oh yeah, so yeah, damn it's... catchy. And specifically I... <laughs> on the drums, I really like in in the beginning, like the the first part of the first verse, just that like nice uh, sort of tom groove, tom tom groove going on. Oh a yeah, little, little creative bit of rhythm keeping there. Dude, I too hate talking with strangers and waiting in line. And <laughs> spoiler, if you go to Disney as an adult, that's all you fucking do: talk to strangers and wait in line. <laughs> You don't have to talk to the strangers, but you do have to. Well, they talk to you. Oh, the strangers you're... being the yeah. characters. Oh yeah. I'm just like, yo, man. I know it's your job to talk to me, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> I could... thought you were. I thought you were much more of a people person than that. Oh, I can. F- I am, but I. I think I am a people person that gets in modes of don't acknowledge mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like, sometimes people can be like, I'm not a people person, but I can fake it. I'm the mm. complete opposite. But it's not faking when I don't want to be around people. Gotcha. You know, I just, sometimes I hate when you're around. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. Smooth, smooth. That was so, that was natural. Oh, that did to the point where I'm like, I know this lyric, the, the next song has something to do with people being around. And I looked, I'm like, there we go. <laughs> do you like the... Uh, listeners, I, 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 listeners, I just have to disclose that that, that uh, smooth transition took five takes. Okay, just to be clear. <laughs> I hate this because no one will know. <laughs> this is actually a scripted podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was this scripted and we're this stupid? literally cannot scripted um, and stupid do you like mm-hmm. the uh, i like the uh the groove in this one like because it's in three or six you know it's a set of three yes. and then the chorus is in four yeah i dug that i love when i get the time signature stuff right it makes me so happy did you write that i did i was like my only note <laughs> I, um, my, my, my other note was more alcoholism i think this is like three <laughs> three for three <laughs> on these these opening three tracks <laughs> Yeah, I was looking, shout out to Genius Lyrics, who is, uh, again, not sponsoring us, holding out just like Wikipedia, but it was just <laughs> like, this is uh, Justin singing about how much he hates his alcoholism. Like, the your in this is his alcoholism. I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I mean, I've noticed this before, but today was one of those days where in the in the chorus... Tony's just playing and he has this part where he'll like be playing on the ride symbol and he just distinctly like just goes like da 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 like just on the the bell of the ride symbol mm, mm. and it's just very brief but he does it you know it's not like it was an accident he keeps doing it during the chorus and I'm just like man like he like I just appreciate how much he orchestrates his drum set play. yeah yeah nothing better than a, a well-timed bell hit to to spice up the groove dude I would say if you want to be better at drum set, you should make that your resolution. <laughs> this is a song that has grown on me throughout the years. Like, I mean, I remember not caring about this song when I was in high school mm. and then starting in like, you know, my 20s. I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, this is a nice song. Not necessarily in like content. I'm just like this is a nice <laughs> sounding song. And then content wise, I think it's like you know, it's a nice relationship story. Nice in the sense that it's de- deteriorating and awful. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> you know, it's like the main character. It's not like a. 
and that's i you know kind of i think a theme right in a lot of these relationship ones is like like it's like the guy is fucking up and then mm-hmm. the, the other person's like i have to leave and he's like yeah. i get it yeah i i do appreciate that about the uh breakup songs on this record where it's not like bitter and angry it's like yeah or at least not with the other person right um, it's very much very very self-aware i think yeah she was right to take off before she was consumed i'm like oh damn because <laughs> especially like in emo of this era i think it was pretty common for the relationship breaky uppy songs to be very like uh bitter and whiny yeah and i and like almost verging on like uh um like chauvinistic in a way you know yeah sexist so like it's nice when uh yeah like i said it's a little bit a little bit more uh grounded in reality and self-aware sometimes it is your fault yeah sometimes in my case usually (laughs) (laughs) did you like um and i know like in the bridge or the little instrumental part i like how it like it just alternates guitar synthesizer yes and like so the synth is echoing the guitar line Mm -hmm. well not echoing it's like answering right some little mini call and response and i'm like damn like this is good (laughs) (laughs) yeah one thing i thought was interesting uh, not that interesting but there's like a it's a New Year's New Year's Eve theme here, right? Let's give it up for the New Year. That shows up later. Bit of a theme developing. Right. Also, public service announcement. Don't drive tired, people. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. It's very dangerous. Have you ever... I remember once I was driving home from Green Bay, like, you know, just on a break or something. And I remember just being very tired. And it wasn't even late. Um, And I just remember, like, oh, man, it's tired, you know. And I closed my eyes. And I opened them. And I was in the other lane and i was like fuck no (laughs) but that kept me that kept me up for the rest of the trip (laughs) i've never gotten to that point i've definitely had drives back and forth from green bay because there's like no street lights for so long yeah or or heading like home after concerts in chicago where like um i'll have to like put the window down or like just pull up pull over to the side and like walk around for a while because yeah it's scary yeah it's terrifying (laughs) Yeah, if you fell asleep while you were driving, um, I feel like I would be crying a lot at your funeral. Uh, Yes, and the tears would feel like rain. Good. Oh, we're so in. Uh, For this song. Damn it. (laughs) What? I was like, we're so in, and I was hoping you were going to say sync, but that's Oh, just I stopped paying work. attention, sorry. Yeah. Um, I made a note that this song is totally fine. Nothing too notable for me. Yeah. Um, it clearly didn't make an impression on me. Oh, I like it. You know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not my favorite song on the, the album. Um, I love the, the drum groove at the opening. You would. There was Get a room there's, already. There's Jeez. a nice video of him, like when he was like working up, because they were supposed to go on tour starting at the new year this year, mm-hmm. and it was showing him like he was like, "Oh fuck, I need to relearn my drum set parts." <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, nice man. It's good to know we're all human." <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, again, literally, I just, I just love that group. Mm. Good mm. drumming. That that's what stuck out the most to me. Um, I also too like the the mastering of it like or the recording effect right where that's not like a full volumed recorded drum kit at the top i i like that kind of subdued sound and then you know it comes in full when everything's like going going batshit i like it word but not as much as oh never mind (laughs) this next song is called make out kids Yeah, speaking of this band getting canceled for being sex perverts, <laughs> why is a 45-year-old man singing about children making out? He was 42 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's how age works. He's Justin Courtney Pierre has been 45 for 20 yeah. years. <laughs> He's a time lord. <laughs> is that what that means? I don't know what a time lord does. 
I like uh, the synth line in this, and that mm. is, uh, mm. for me, the most notable one for this. But I don't know. Well, you say your thoughts, because what I have to say next will kind of tie into the next song. Mm. Um, I noted... I don't know. This one, I, I was having trouble putting into words. Like the, in the verses, it just it grooves much differently than most of the other tracks on the album. Like it's less sort of straight ahead pop punky. I thought it was nice. Um, it almost sounded like more of like an alt rock vibe, like a sensitive guy alt rock. Um, <laughs> and then I uh, really I wrote, and I'm trying, I'm struggling to remember what I meant by this, but I wrote the instrumental post hook guitar synth parts are so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah agree I mean, with me agree with me. no i agree this song's tasty much much of this song is tasty what i like and this i mean not that we've been commenting on this whole album as a like you know a co like an album right it's not like a it's not like a themed thing i mean they're very similar it's not like themes. a concept album yeah though. yeah that genuine or like that a, is, or like a no, rock that, opera that is the word i was thinking of couldn't think of it yeah it's not That's a concept album but I mean, I think they make it more of an album, right? In in content and theme, but in nice little moments of like transitions, like this song. When you're listening to it, at least on a CD, or um, I don't know if it's you know right next to one. I don't know if you'd have to flip the record over, but it bleeds into mm-hmm. "Time Turned Fragile," and I always liked that when I was listening to the album as a whole. Yeah, there's a couple other songs that I think kind of like um, continue into each other, not as directly. But yeah, when I was listening to this without like looking at the screen, I thought that the same song just abruptly <laughs> like changed <laughs> feel. I was like, oh, okay. This third verse is, is uh, way different. This is crazy. Yeah, and it goes into Time Turned Fragile. I love this song so much mostly because of the drum groove at the end <laughs> you are obsessed with the drums in this album dude i i cannot tell you how informative this album was to mm. my concept of drumming that's like, awesome um what's this guy's name tony paxton tony thaxton thaxton tony paxton someone else i think no <laughs> someone no. very different <laughs> That's, that's am i gonna be embarrassed by who that is yeah who's google tony paxton it, google it right now tony paxton were you thinking of tony braxton tony paxton i don't know who this is professor tony paxton king's college london anyway tony thaxton is like uh your john bonham yeah truly because <laughs> that, that's uh, that's who like most influenced me as a terrible child drummer <laughs> Well, I mean, you have to admit, right, because this was the first time in my, because that grew like, little symbol, like, crash and mute. Like, every, I just remember this album came out, and every drummer in my fucking high school was like, if you can't play that, you're not a good drummer. Oh, my God. (laughs) I didn't start that. I was just like, oh, shit, I got to learn that. (laughs) No, that is a sick drum part. I love that. And, yeah. uh, And then I like the... I'm all right. And I don't think it was intentionally maybe a callback to everything's all right, but I was Mm, like, mm -hmm. oh, that was, even if it was intentional or not, I was like, that was nice. Um, Love the drum groove. And so I was looking it up and I had always thought this was about like a, like friendly relationship. Yeah. But growing older. But then I read genius that this is, like his like justin's dad like he was singing yeah, I read as that his too. dad and i was just like fuck <laughs> i know that when i i similarly thought it was a song like about childhood friends and you know like you said but then when i read that interpretation which i think is supported by a direct like uh quote, yeah uh that like hit way different <laughs> it i if you were in the room, well, I was, I was just like, because, you know, I love this song. And then I read that and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I like, was, I was sitting at work and I was like, <laughs> everything is all right. And I mean, like, and I, I don't want to brag, but I, I have a relationship with my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> rub it in. <laughs> but I, mean, but I mean, like, 
and I mean, it's, I would say, is it the best relationship anyone has? No, but you know, like we, we still talk. Shut but I, off. I'm getting. <laughs> I am at this weird point in my life <laughs> where I'm thinking of if I were to have a kid now, this thing, like it would, this thing, <laughs> this child would maybe have fifteen years. Not even no. This thing would at this thing at best would have like ten years of grandparents on its dad's side because i mean because my parents are older and mm-hmm. so then it literally i wrote this it got to the line you know at the end one day i'll fail to breathe and all you'll have are memories and i was like oh my god yeah i, I like <laughs> i genuinely had to sit th- i paused the album and i was just like i need a minute <laughs> yeah stuff like this once again back back to our encanto thing like stuff involving kids since i became a dad hits way different um Yep. Well, I mean, no, it's, right? It's, it's, it's a dope like, song. Or the sentiment, right? Because the last line is, all we have are memories. And it's like the little kind of like echoey voice. And I'm just like, as someone that's not terrified of death in the beyond, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> as someone who doesn't lay in bed awake wondering what comes after. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me want to just get fucked up and die. <laughs> This is the second episode in a row where we've uttered the word Fuad. Look at us. Hey, Fuad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. A solid song about drinking. About, um, yeah, more substance, substance. abuse. Uh, I'm yeah, addi- like- I do like the line, I'm addicted to words and they're useless. I'm like... In this department. Mm. This yeah, is also... Sorry, go on. It's this cool, cool song about like feeling like a kind of fucked up, uh, inadequate outsider. It doesn't ring, it doesn't resonate <laughs> with me at all. I because I Steve, feel normal. Steve is famously every time we've been at like a hang in when yeah. we were in school together, he was the life of the party, like talking to everybody. Like he was always, always had someone on his arm. Like, like not even in a that part sexual, true, but like, not even in a sexual manner. It's just like, yo, we are such close friends that we yeah. have to be in physical contact. Yeah, and I generally just think that like I, I like the way my mind and brain are, and like I just I think I'm super good. <laughs> so, oh man, do you, I like that? This is one of those songs where, um, like seeing them live, and this like I embarrassingly did not know a lot of the not censored versions of this album. Mm -hmm. I mean, for like years. So I went to a concert and you know, so the lyric, God damn, the liquor store is closed in the censored one. It's just right. The liquor store is closed. (laughs) So then the whole crowd chants, God damn. the," And I was like, where'd that come from? (laughs) Guys. I was like, my, I was like, yeah, my, I was like, you don't need to scream at him. He'll keep singing. (laughs) He's, these uh, fucking plebeians don't know how a rock concert <laughs> operates. I clutch my oh, pearls man. and I leave. I said two other things on this one. That relatively brief synth outro is very sick. It's nice, right? It's like, it's, it's so ill. Get to the hospital. Um, I did write, ends fucking epic. Yeah, I, I do like that. Um, the one thing, it, I can't decide if this really bothers me or if, I, if it doesn't actually, but like, Something has seems to rub me the wrong way about like especially in the first verse the way well I guess he says it in every verse but like the talking about getting fucked up and dying and like kind of casually like being like oh the last time I committed suicide like like, something about like I don't know like he's being too cutesy about like some pretty heavy shit I don't know like I don't know if if it actually. This fine. is. I, don't I, I have thought that this was a rather cute song about depression and <laughs> substance abuse. Now that you mention it, <laughs> I guess maybe that was my initial reaction before I kind of sat with this record and dug into the lyrics more. Maybe now I think it's uh, more earned. Maybe I'm going to cut this whole bit out of the podcast. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, um, you better open the door to let bad man in. <laughs> that you know i'll give it to you because that's not any better than i was going to be like you ever want to go into a place well you better open the door
I think you know this is like it's, it's like a rockin' tune. This is another one for me. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. It is you know, fine. It is fine. Um, it's rockin'. Uh, I like this. I think I like how it just opens. Just sometimes I'm a sucker for that. Just the that gr- drum groove where it's just hi hat snare with offbeat bass drum, and then you know that synth line. Mm-hmm, Not the mm-hmm. most intense synth line, but it's a nice vibe. It is. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a catchy song. It's kind of anthemic in the hook. Um. We got more substance abuse. We got kind of just wild weekend bar scenes down at the Triple Rock. Uh, that's how you know they're from the Twin Cities. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not, not a super remarkable song to me, but it's fine. Good, good catchy tune. Well, dude, don't you don't have to fucking put a noose around him, you hangman. Isn't the next song together will ring in the new year? Oh shit. I'm trying to find out if my words have any meaning. Did you know that this was apparently unintentional having like New Year's themes? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I mean it's only had two of the songs, but um I Dude, did not know that. These humans all suck. <laughs> I'd rather be Word. home feeling violent and lonely. <laughs> uh hard to argue with that i i wrote (laughs) i just really can't read i was gonna say my writing it's digital (laughs) um but i was just i wrote a nice chill ditty but i totally thought it was a nice chill daddy (laughs) (laughs) i i I wrote a nice chill ditty chill also a bummer (laughs) a chill bummer a a nice chill bummer daddy (laughs) right and it's you know like this is like, you know, the only tune with no drums. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a nice little vibe change, a nice little palette change. Mm-hmm. I like the tone of the electric guitars on this one. This this kind of sounds like the type of song that normally on a record like this might be an acoustic tune, but I kind of like that they chose to stick with the electric. Um, yeah, it's 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 fine. Well, jeez, you don't have to put a noose around <laughs> of you, hangman. <laughs> With some Mark Hoppus on the bridge. Yeah, I didn't notice that was him until I saw uh, it credited as such on The Old Genius. I wrote, um, this song has grit. Know what I mean? I don't know what that means, but like it has grit. Get it? Get it? Yeah, I, I uh, thought it had a bit more of an aggressive edge to it. That's just like any song that, that has like attitude. distortion and feedback. I'm like, oh, um, yeah. Put a cigarette out on my bare back. <laughs> I don't know why I said I was curious with which body part you were going to go with there. Yeah, I'm not a freak. Well... Yeah, it's kind of like kind of an angry song. I like it. A, a bit of a change in attitude and energy. Yeah, it's good. Interesting coming off the previous song as well, which is much more subdued and chill. Right. Um. I I wrote under the lyric section of my notes, but what do it mean? <laughs> <laughs> Genius yeah. lyrics let me down, and I can't. I I couldn't yeah, be I, bothered to really analyze it. I got yeah, nothing. I was just I was looking at him. I'm like. This t- there are words. There are words, man. They probably mean something. I'm just too. I'm too. I'm too not looking intensely enough to figure it out. <laughs> We're not you know what that is? This. <laughs> I love this show, but it just holds me down. Long song. Oh, shut up. You, if you really want, it's very you can, long. You cannot listen to the last minute and a half because it just sounds. Beautiful no, I listened sounds. to the whole product. Good as you should. Yeah, I wrote what a thing. closer, sad closer. I love you, however you hold me down. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, so my understanding from the fine analyst at Genius.com is that. Uh, the entire song is is being written from the perspective of the breaker upper 
who has left sorry Justin Pierre, kicked him to the curb. Uh, which is interesting. It's, it's similar to to him singing as his dad in the other song. Right. I think I read, and Justin Pierre, please come on, tell me if I'm wrong. I think I read somewhere today, doing my, my very intense research, that he actually was inspired by this song when he found a friend's like math assignment in his couch cushion. And he was just like, what if that's how you found someone had broken <laughs> up with you? Like this letter just, and I'm like, so I'm like, that's good that this wasn't some letter that really happened to you, I hope. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's a, I say story, not like this is the most intense fucking narrative ever to be said in song, but you know, I'm like, it's very visual. I'm like, man, this is, it brings up emotions. It's similar, right? To, uh. Uh, that other tune we were talking about where we're like, you know, it's a breakup, but it's not like whiny or shitty, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he gets it. <laughs> He's like... And, you know, it's also interesting, too, because I, I feel, I mean, th- this, what I'm about to say is more clear in this song than the other one, but it's like the other person is leaving for their good. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and they yeah. still very, they care so much about this other person, but it's just like, I, I, I need to leave. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a strong ass sentiment. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, are we talking about track 13 from the deluxe edition invincible, invisible monsters? I didn't listen to it for this, but I know it, if you want to talk about it. The only thing I have on it is that, like, ridiculous guitar riff with with the drums playing, like, absolutely in sync with them just cracks me up. That... Oh, that's tasty. (laughs) It's totally fine, but, like, for some reason, I just... It's funny to me. Like, it sounds... I don't know. That's the only way I can describe it. It cracks me up. I think because I envision you for some reason doing what I just did. The that it sounds like something I would do. Just diddlelets all over the place. Oh, you would. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's my review of the song is it's fine. It kind of reminded me of they have a few like tunes that are on EPs that. It's this see this song to me kind of sounds like little vibe gap bridging of uh between you know I am the movie and commit this to memory. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I have not listened to I am the movie. You know what's great? Although if I might you... check it out. Oh well, you should. It's great. Uh, maybe we'll do it. Uh, for my next. <laughs> what if I just went through all of their entire discography? <laughs> for the nuts. I would do it. Do I that. dare you. Um, I've never done anything on a dare. Um, do you also like if you just sing what you sang? Is it Motion City soundtrack or System of a Down? <laughs> it's a fine line between Motion City soundtrack and System yeah. of a Down. Is something <laughs> that has so. been said. I've yeah. always said so. You know, your uh, uncle Steven used to always say. <laughs> uh nice um well i think that's all the songs huh dude that's all the songs is this when is this when we we start doing our we gotta rate we gotta do closing closing statements as uh all right ratings um i was go oh i was gonna say should we give it drinks i think out of respect to justin courtney pierre we should not give it drinks yeah probably it seems a little tactless um, um some 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 dead little <laughs> mostly because i just want to see what you would type in the spreadsheet for that <laughs> um let's see i'm so, i i didn't do my homework on this uh some some new years some common colds uh some ovens what's that from hates cleaning the oven 
are checking oh, right, his tires. Yeah. That's true. Letters. Um, the things I do when I'm nervous. <laughs> things I do when I'm nervous. <laughs> Uh, self medic No, we're not going to do that. That's my nomination. You can override it. Things I do when I'm nervous. That's uh, my that's my scale. <laughs> is Hangman bad? Hang Hangman. Hangman. It's the name of a song. It's 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 fair game. What do you think? I gave you my nomination, but it's your uh, episode, so you choose. I, yeah, I think it's funny. It's not serious. It's funny, in my opinion. Fine, we're doing that. Wow, you're deferring to me reluctantly. All right, you. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to taint your your. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! To think I could be so easily tainted, my dear friend. Um. All right. So, <clears throat> in conclusion, I found this to be a thoroughly enjoyable pop punk slash emo record, um, with generally strong lyrics uh, reflecting on deep personal issues such as relationship problems and god damn it steve (laughs) substance abuse and mental health issues i appreciate the openness of the songwriter's approach to lyrics and also the synths are cool (laughs) uh yeah uh, other than that enjoyed a lot of the drum work obviously um and in in general i would say more than half the songs i enjoyed there were some that i in the future probably would skip past um, but didn't like actively dislike, might have just been a bit bored by. Um, so I think I will go ahead and I'm going to give it a an old 3.5 things I do while I'm nervous out of five things I do when I'm nervous. Well, the things I do when I'm nervous is beat the shit out of you for giving such a low score. This is 3.5 f- is perfectly reasonable. Well, this thing is a five out of five things I do when I'm nervous. Um, I oh, wait, feel... no, I was going to go... F- mm, not, uh, mm, 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 mm. You know what? I said it. It's on the record. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Please proceed, Governor. No. if You can interrupt if you're going to give it a rightful just score. Um, I, I'll probably go four. I'll go four. I stick with five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not going to rehash why this is perfect and amazing. We know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Motion City Soundtracks. Uh, 2005 masterpiece. Commit this to memory. It is. And uh, the, the fellas of Motion City, you all have an open invite to come on this podcast should you want not, to i have not authorized such shut invitation. up it doesn't matter the lawrence arms and motion city are the patron saints of this podcast you didn't know about motion city but I, if I you didn't, can but if i can assign a patron saint then so can you yeah uh cool well andy thank you for assigning this wonderful homework it was enjoyable it was enjoyable to talk about it with you as well well what is it going to be enjoyable to talk about next week <clears throat> Um, so. This band you've never fucking heard of called, uh, fucking Led Zeppelin? Yeah, uh, Rolling Stones. Uh, I'm just gonna keep the, the classic rock coming. Dot, 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 I'm nude. Uh, let me, sorry, I... So, this is an artist I've wanted to talk about for a while, um, and hopefully you and i may be seeing them in concert in a couple months time if, if everything works out but um we will be your homework assignment is uh the band the menzingers which are a philadelphia slash uh scranton pennsylvania uh punk emo band we're just a gonna fr- do punk and emo forever a friend of uh, mine went me- to school with them There's oh yeah one nice. of them some of them i don't know so we're, do, we're going to do a 2012 legit masterpiece, On the Impossible Past, is the title of the record. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So you can't tell up nexters, it took him five fucking minutes to pick this <laughs> I'm sorry, album. sorry, I was scrambling. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, we've talked about the album. Uh, we've rated the album. We've you've, you've been assigned your homework. Um, anything else we gotta do i think we're good i think we're good everyone check out andy's other stuff social media other podcasts 
show notes. They're all they're all there. Andy's information is in the show notes. Um, show notes. <laughs> do your homework. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> show notes. <laughs> um, do your homework. Thank me later. Uh, but Andy, I think this feels like a podcast episode. Are we it done does, here? I think we're done here. All right. Um, bye, everybody. Bye, Andy. Thank Good. you for listening. We love you. Goodbye, my little lieblings. I love you. Do you remember when we used to go down to the dock and hear a joke from the old dock pervert? <laughs> <laughs>